Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some talk stations break down serious stuff like Supreme Court decisions. Here, we just make fun of Judge Judy's new robe. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. and Bradley show my talk 1071 Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer Hi. it's time for us to play a little game that game is called the throwback Bye. that's true it's time for the festivus feats of strength actually it's time for the throwback live at 245. Hit it. Sweep the leg. I must predict. Win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, oh, run this one, the- Holly oh, Roberts. Robert. Holly is not with us today, but Grant has joined us. And uh, I'll set this up for you, Grant. How about that? Okay? Yeah, perfect. Grant is going to play five clips of some sort of pop culture historical audio. And uh, we, that's us, Colleen and Bradley, will try to Bradley. guess what it is. And that's how we're going to buzz in by yelling out our names. Colleen. Bradley. Damn the rules. So obvious. And, you know, there are numbers. You don't have to worry about it. Someday we'll tell you about them. But right now, let's just play the ding-dang game. Yes. So, Grant, you are in charge. What are we doing here? Well, we're going to take a little notebook from the song we just heard in the mm. intro to this very game. It is, in fact, Billy Joel's birthday today. <gasps> right out. And I'm a big Billy Joel fan. Me Rocco too. handed this over to me just, you know, clean and ready. So this is not my doing, but I love that it's Billy Joel theme. So what I'm going to do for you guys is I'm going to play a song of Billy Joel's. It's a cover song okay. and you're just going to have to give me oh, the good, song. Because I was like, I don't know Billy Joel songs. Well, yeah, but you're still going to be Billy gonna... Joel songs. No, it's fine though okay. because I'll have a greater chance because these are other people's oh, okay. songs. No, these are covers, right? Covers, covers of, of Billy, Billy Joel's, Joel's songs. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah, I'm you're, screwed. You're in the I thought it was co- like Billy Joel singing covers of other people's that songs. That would be, uh, yeah, that would have worked for you today, but okay, this one Okay, well, you know, I'll see myself out. Bye. Bye. And I don't know the score, but I know Bradley is 
is leading currently yeah, 300 always. something. Of course. Like the whole thing. We just have been playing this damn game forever. <laughs> All right. Well, That's let's, nasty. Uh-huh. Let's hear the first one here, okay. you guys. Say it if you say your name if you know it. That is Uptown Girl. Nice. Oh, good job. Yeah. Yes. I, I foresee a, I'm going to be psychic now and say, I think this is going to be a shutout. Well, it'll be some. And Rocco should know better. Ah, this is kind of my wheelhouse. Let's yes. be real. I do. I mean, I'm of a, the two of us who know Billy Joel songs, I'm a big, I am not it. big, big Billy Joel fan. Okay. Well, let's see if you know this one. Okay, let's see. That's my life. My life. Yeah. Also the theme. Now, little did I know. When I was young, that that song that was that I only knew as the theme to Bosom Buddies mm-hmm. is actually like a very popular oh, yeah. Billy Joel song. Yeah, for sure. And it's a great song, the whole thing. Colleen, okay. really, you shouldn't do you that. You are so, he's we're got buttons, work. so he's really All right, fun so now there. if we're playing this correctly, you're going for the win right now, Heck correct? Yeah. So yeah. this is for the win. Let's see if Colleen can get this one. Okay. That is no. Hold on, that's moving out. And it's in Italian. Ah, thank you. Look at that. I know. I just know the tune. I don't speak Italian though. But guess what? Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That's what I think of that kid. Bradley's like. Oh wait, hold on. We got it. Here it comes. This is what I really feel right here. There's one. There it is. Um. <laughs> The thing that I love about this is Bradley just decided he's not going to win. Well, so no, I mean, like, what am I going to There's no, you know, look, I appreciate that Rocco uh, gave you a point. <laughs> Do we have the winning music? Yes. Yeah. So let's. Uh, so I won some. You won a nice sit down one hour session with the man himself, Billy Joel. Oh, my God. For a lesson on the grand piano. He'll play tunes like Piano Man, Pressure, all kinds of great songs. Oh my gosh, Whatever you pick. Okay, Rocco also you doesn't are. know how this game is played. We don't give nice prizes away. No, I love that prize. We I give prizes like, I earned that. you're going to get a ticket stub that somebody took to a, uh, you know, drag queen who does Billy Joel covers in 1992 concert. Is that a okay. thing? No, I'm but it super here well, for that. How about this? She won a ticket to go see Bradley try his best to name that tune exactly. of Billy Joel like songs. That. And she can sit there and battle through that whole I like that. Experience. I like that. Let's do that. All right. Okay, let's play the others just for funsies. Yeah, we've got a couple more here. So let's do this one. Let's see if you guys can name this tune. Okay. What's the matter with the Bradley Trainer. Oh. Um, uh, what's, what's the rest of it, though? I don't know. Oh, my God. I'll just slap myself. Sorry, Colleen. Um, it's still rock and roll to me. Still rock and roll to me. You are correct yes! on that one. I wanted to watch Bradley really work through that. <laughs> and he worked. So here's just a little bit of yes. the new sound funny but it's still rock and roll to me. What's the matter with the car? That's okay. I think I don't understand how people don't like him. I think I got the Tom Jones one that one time, didn't I? I know I've stolen one of oh, your yeah, you have. one of your um my faves. One of your faves. You did get a you've gotten a Tom Jones one and Billy a Phil Joel's Collins one. Should we try one more yeah, for let's fun? Do one more. Let's mm-hmm. see who can get this one. Okay. You've only had to run so far. So good. Oh my gosh. Oh my 
sure. I that mean, would be. You got the whole song, so <laughs> if you didn't get that, I'd be concerned. That I really, I did not recognize that one though. Seriously, that one was that was a hard one. That he threw me for a loop there. Also, I did not recon- realize that so many punk bands covered Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah that's interesting Sounds as like well. A, right? More exciting. Were genre. you at the Billy Joel? Um, um, concert at the Metrodome back with when he was there with um, Elton John. Elton John, yes. Correct. In 2004, I believe, 2003. Wasn't that a show? That was, well, okay, so to be fair, I saw them in 2005 together. Okay. At Target Center. That might have been at 2005. No, it wasn't at Target. Yes, it was. Was it? Wait, hold on. I saw them somewhere. No, it was at XL. And? Was it at XL? No, it was downtown. It definitely no, was Target this, Center. You guys. Sorry, I was trying to remember. I know I went to a restaurant right before that, <laughs> and I had just had a baby, oh. like two, like so maybe two months prior. Oh, and the and the waiter asked me when I was due, and so I cried, and I hated the whole entire oh, concert because I fun. was feeling that terrible like a lot of fun. about myself. Yeah. So that's a memorable concert. But I did. I've seen them both in concert. And I definitely, I mean, I, they are amazing in concert. I just saw them at Target Field a couple years ago. You saw that Billy was, Joel? Yeah, that I saw was, that one too. That was a good one too. So good. Great. Yeah. Well, Bradley, Bradley, thank you. Sorry I had you a lot of fun. I'll just, I'm going to go come. get a snack. You guys, you know, go for Keep it. Keep talking, Billy yeah. Joel. Get ready for that name, that tune. We'll be there in a second. <laughs> Actually, get ready for Lori and Julia because yes! they're coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging with us today. Stay safe out there and be excellent to each other. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Talk 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I've got information, man. Man, man. New has come to light. It's another My Talk Dirt Alert. The stories and headlines getting our attention from the world of entertainment and showbiz on My Talk 107.1. Come on, spill it. All right, you guys. Well, we now know who will be Jodie Whittaker's successor in Doctor Who. Bradley, this one is for you. The Rwanda-born, Scotland-raised actor Shuti Gatwa was most recently known from the show Sex Education. Will be embarking on the journey to take the helm of this British sci-fi show. You're a fan of the show, right, Bradley? I. Oh my gosh! You you don't even ask that question. No, I'm I'm very (laughs) much a fan, and I was very excited, very excited at the news. I have not seen Sex Education, seen Sex Education, but I've heard great things, and this is history in the making. Um, I'm very, very, very happy for Doctor Who. He will play the 14th Doctor. Now, I guess he's not the first black Doctor because Joe Martin played a fugitive Doctor in a few episodes, but this is... That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. That's like like a nerd being very specific. Like, well, technically... No, no, no. We're talking about, (laughs) um, you know, a black man taking on a role that has not been played by a black man in 60 years on a show that not only has dealt with, you know, issues of racism... Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but also sexism. And I mean, so again, long overdue. I'm very excited. And it makes me want to go watch Sex Education so I can get, you know, more of a uh, an idea of who your new doctor is. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to be the same character. No, but uh, you just want to get to know him. Yeah, exactly. Also, your move, 007. Yes. 
I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good point. Very mm-hmm. good point. Now he did say this. Unlike the doctor, I may only have one heart, but I'm giving all to the show. A reference to the doctor having two hearts. There's a nerd moment for you there. You know what I'm talking about, Brad? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Double heartbeat. Yeah, He's like, oh, no, God. I appreciate the work you did there on you this go. story. Yes, Brad. you're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Hi, marks. Hi, marks. Thank you. Well, now this is fun for fans of Carrie Underwood and American Idol. She will be coming back to the show on May 15th. This is all where her career started, you guys. She will appear to coach the top five finalists. And Ryan Seacrest was very happy about it, saying it's a once-in-a-lifetime mentor session for huh. not only Carrie Underwood. So. Oh, Carrie Underpants. Yeah, I love uh, you know Ryan Murphy when he does shows that don't end poorly. Okay. Sorry, that was my most thoughtful thing to say about Ryan Murphy. <laughs> Wait, why are you talking Ryan about Ryan, Ryan Murphy? Murphy? Oh, didn't you say Ryan Murphy? Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> He's still on Doctor Who. I'm on Doctor Who. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And finally, you guys, this was a fun note for Mother's Day. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra welcomed their baby girl, Malti Marie, home on Mother's Day weekend after she spent more than 100 days as a newborn in an intensive care unit. So on Sunday, they shared a photo of the first time of the two of them together. It's Copra, excuse me, Chopra holding Malti on her chest with Jonas grabbing her little arm. So cute. So cute. Tiny baby. So tiny. Yeah. I'm glad everything turned out yes. okay for them. Yeah, so there was a nice note there. And after 100 plus days in the ICU, our little girl is finally home. So mm. Well, this explains why they haven't talked about it. Yeah. Like, they've literally been silent on since announcing the birth of this child. Mm-hmm. Um, we've not seen any photos, which was different. Yes. Than you'd expect a, a major news story from mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, she said that so many people have also experienced this. And that's now that she's what she has learned from all awesome. this. So yeah. that's your My Talk Dirt Alert for this hour. For more entertainment news, download the My Talk app or go to My Talk. 1071.com. Thank you for bringing us to our attention. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. That's what the people need to hear. On My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Now Clarification on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi, Biachas. <laughs> the question is bar or table? Not Where are you like sitting? not like a table in the bar or a table. No. Like, like the bar. Like you're gonna sit at the bar, you're gonna sit at a table at the restaurant. 651-641-10. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 7-1 Bradley Trainer. hi, are we asking? Well, I had the delight uh, of seeing my mother over the weekend, which I don't normally see her for Mother's Day because she lives in a different state, and uh, she was in... Chicago for a work conference. So I hooked up with uh, her over the weekend. That's a weird... Don't say hooked up with your mom. No, don't do that. You know what I meant, though. Mm -hmm. Um, We hung out. Connected. We connected. We got to hang out Mm -hmm. um, over the weekend. And um, so we had dinner on Friday, but we didn't... Like, I'm not a good planner when it comes to stuff like that. So I kind of had an idea. She was like, oh, I'll find a place. So we found this place to go eat. Which, by the way, was a restaurant that we used to go to all the time in Texas, which is where we used to live. So we were kind of having this nostalgia moment like, oh, it was meant to be. They have a restaurant here now. And so we show up at the restaurant and the woman's like, oh, we're only taking reservations. We're totally booked up for the night. But you could sit at the bar. And my mom, uh, my mom was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that wasn't the answer you were hoping for. Okay, but it's Mother's Day weekend. So you'll do it. And and also, I was hungry. So it was like, fine, let's go sit at the bar. And I just realized, I'm not a bar person. I think my partner is more of a bar person than I am, mostly because he sidles up to the bar a lot mm-hmm. more than I do, because I don't drink. But he feels way more comfortable at a bar. Mm-hmm. And loves, actually, and he has done this in the past, sometimes at a table in the bar, but also at a bar, he just loves that that vibe better. I am not that person, and I have realized this. So feel free to join the conversation and tell me what you think. Are you a bar or table kind of person when it comes to the to sitting in a uh, at a restaurant? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I will say that said, uh, we had a great time at the bar, mostly because um, the people we were next to were great. And I think that's the key. Like, I'm not a huge extrovert in sort of day-to-day circumstances like that. My mother, on the other hand, she will literally, and she did this, she'll just, like, look to the woman to her right and be like, ooh, that looks amazing. What is that? And just, you know, like, starts <laughs> start happening. talking to strangers. And I feel like you just kind of have to, like, accept that that's going to happen when you're sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. I don't generally, you know, interrupt people when it comes to like their meal because I'm like, Oh, that's rude. I don't want to, it's not rude. Cause again, they're sitting at the bar, but in my head, it's just not my comfort zone. So that's exactly why I think I just feel more comfortable sitting at a table. Oof. I know we have people on the we phone do. calling and you've done uh master's work, making all those things happen. I'm just, you know, you just breathe and do. Okay. We've got Jana on the line. Hi, Jana. Hi, it's Janice. Oh, Janice. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Janice, okay. uh, bar or table for you? Well, I like the social aspect of sitting at the bar, like for my meal, but I'm 75 and I'm on the round side, and it's kind of a comedy to watch me try to get up on one of those stools. (laughs) So I always ask for a table unless they want some entertainment. Oh, Janice. Janice. Thank you for your call, Janice. Thank you. Yeah, no, I I also... I'm, I'm. Sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable 
when you're trying to have a conversation with someone, you're facing forward, so you uh-huh. kind of have to turn. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so particular. I have a lot of opinions about the kind of chairs they have at bars mm. because, to your point, I don't like something that I can't easily swivel in. Mm, mm-hmm. And so when you have those high back chairs yeah. and I find them impossible to like scoot in. Yeah. And then if I want to talk to the person next to me, I would have to turn my entire body in the chair. I just don't like, can we be thoughtful about this? Uh, we should be thoughtful. <laughs> and speaking of thoughts, uh, our good friend, Hannah, social media director sent us this thought. I like the bar cause you get your food faster. I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like right there. I I will say um, I've noticed that. But to me, it's less about that. It's more about just having a little bit of a bubble. Our good friend Panda said, I will 99% prefer to belly up to the bar than take a chair. Usually because if I'm out with friends, we like to linger a while. And then I don't have to worry about holding a server back from being cut or going home. That's very thoughtful. Yeah, that is super thoughtful. We did get an email, too, from Taylor. And Taylor said, I prefer sitting at the bar because it feels more casual. Also, you get your beverages quicker, which that's that's also true because it's all... Right then you there. have to do that weird thing. And I noticed this when we were at this bar. It was very busy. And people, you know, the bar uh, staff were just like running back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like kind of get their attention. And I'm not good about like, hey, hi, excuse me. Like, because I just feel yeah. like I'm being rude. Yeah. But I'm not because that's what you do. Yeah. But it, that's just like another weird layer that I'm not typically used to. Yeah. I so get that. Okay. Let's go to Liz. Hi, Liz. Liz, bar or table? Bar. All right, why bar? Yeah, why bar? Oh, um, um, because, well, a couple of things you said previously was I think you get faster service. Usually they're a little more attentive to you if you're sitting, like, at the bar, not necessarily a bar table, but, like, at the bar. Yeah. They just, if you want a drink, you need to refill of your water, you need anything, they just are usually pretty quick. My husband and I both agree, like, 100 times over. Bar is more fun. We usually meet people all the time, no matter where we are, what city. We always talk to people near us, and I think it's just been really social and kind of fun yeah. and interactive. And we've just met some, we've met some really cool people at the bar. And otherwise, the restaurant seems kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> just for two of you to sit. If you have a big group, restaurants better. I, you know, just for talking. Yeah. But at the bar, it's, I think it's more fun. Yeah. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, Liz. Um, yeah. You know, it's interesting because what Liz just said when you're just two people talking, I realized. That it's fine. I'm okay with a bar if there's only two of us. My preference would be always to sit at a table. Yeah. But if that if the only two spaces are open are at the bar, or it's going to be a hell of a long wait for a table, and there are seats at the bar, I'll sit at the bar. But I I hate doing that when there's more than two people. Yeah. Unless you're on a corner, you can't talk. It's so hard to talk. And your point. I don't, I want to be in a bubble. I don't want to be around all the people. I just think I hate large groups for dinner, period. Because even at like a a square table or a rectangular table, uh, well, I shouldn't say square table, a rectangular table situation with a large group, Mm -hmm. you know, you're getting screwed out of somebody's conversation. Mm -hmm. And the same is true. I I went, I remember going to a a restaurant that, well, we went to Hilo, you know, and Hilo has that, uh, Hilo Diner has that, um, uh, counter. It's just a counter space, Uh right? Um, and like six of us sat there and it was like, it was so hard to have a conversation. Yeah. You almost had to switch seats throughout the meal yeah. because otherwise you were only talking to one person. If you were on the end, you were doubly, you know. Yeah. You were out yeah. of everything. Yeah. 
Listen, I'm interested. I'm surprised though because most people that yes. called in said to, well, actually to a person, right? Said bar. Said bar. Yeah, I that surprises me too. But listen, different strokes for different folks. Again, great. Everybody take a seat at the bar, and I'll be the person uh, at the two top. I also <laughs> wonder if um, noted. I also wonder if like if you're a couple because my mom and her mm-hmm. husband sit at the bar all the time, and they love to meet new people. Ah. Uh. And I, when I go, want to like, that's usually the few times I get to like talk to whomever I'm staring yeah. at, including but not limited to my own partner, because yeah. like at our own dinner table, he's on his phone. Yeah. Ooh. So like, separate conversation. <laughs> so like, not always. Um, I I want to be able to just talk to that person. Right. But I get where like, if you're in a relationship where you like feed off the energy of having other people around, that that would be preferable. I am not one of those people. Me neither. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to feed off the energy of this show. And uh, we got to talk about Fred Savage. Oh, we'll do that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom and broad lead trainer. Did I say that right? Together form team Cobra. And you're listening to them right now on my talk. One oh seven one where talk is fun. Savage has really stepped in it again. I know. I know. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, this news came out on Friday, I believe, late Friday, which is an interesting time for a story to break. Fred Savage was fired Interesting. as the Wonder Years uh, executive producer and director following an investigation into inappropriate conduct. So at least early in this news uh, cycle around the story of Fred Savage, there, the literal only details we had were there was a complaint of inappropriate conduct on the set of the Wonder Years, which, by the way, is still in its first season has not yet been picked up for a second season but odds are apparently pretty good it's been a pretty well received show uh so so they're still waiting on that but fred savage who of course starred in the original wonder years was uh directing and producing the reboot there was a complaint of inappropriate conduct Mm -hmm. inappropriate conduct and there was a full investigation and the result of that investigation was that he was going to to be terminated, mm. which tells you that there was something credible happening. Oh, for sure. You don't just do that on a whim. Right, right. So this wasn't like, this is not just news of a complaint. This is the news after a full investigation, which I also think is really interesting because it wasn't like we had any heads up for this incident 
typically, like, for example, with what happened with Bill Murray, mm-hmm. we knew that there was some sort of incident and they are conducting an investigation. Yeah, so this is like after the fact and nobody's come forward to sort of give details is, I think, what you're suggesting. Nothing at all. Yeah. We've Which heard is interesting nothing. because typically in these kinds of cases, as you just pointed out, you do get a heads up. Yeah, you get a heads up or things trickle out pretty quickly. Well, what I found interesting about this is my initial reaction. And I don't know about you, Bradley, but my initial reaction was like, what? This is like learning that Tom Hanks did something bad to me. That was my initial reaction. Yeah, absolutely. Until I realized, because we have short memories, let's go back in time. Apparently, this is not his first go-round. This is his third. Okay, I didn't realize that until you mentioned it, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, something is sitting in the back of my brain. Mm-hmm. You need to shake it loose, don't you? We got to uh, knock it loose. So what do I not remember? So what you don't remember is a couple of things that happened uh, in recent years, actually. One of them happened in 2015. He was on uh, a show on Fox called the grinder and now i remember i watched that show oh i know i do not See, have any recollection it, it of that show all becomes clearer a crew member on the grinder filed a lawsuit uh against that accused fred savage of attacking and harassing her on the set of the series oh no i'm sorry this happened in 2018 in yeah. 2018 this person this accusation that happened in 2015 um and in 2018 when this happened fred savage called the allegations quote completely without merit and absolutely untrue but 20th television who produced the show said uh that they uh, they conducted a full investigation and then said they found no evidence of wrongdoing by fred savage and then that suit was settled out of court. Mm-hmm. Also in 2018, in 2018, many, many years after the end of the original The Wonder Years series, Allie Mills, who played the mother of Fred Savage and Jason Hervey uh, on that show, their characters yeah. on that show, yeah, yeah. Um, she shared a story of claims that the cancellation of the Wonder Years was due in some part to a sexual harassment lawsuit that was filed by one of the costumers on the set against Fred Savage and Jason Hervey. Uh, That also was settled out of court. So we've had two instances, both of which we became aware of only four years ago, Hmm. involving Fred Savage on sets of his two TV shows. Yeah. So what's what's significant about that is that now here you have now we don't know the details, so it's hard to know if this is like repeat behavior of the same variety, because that's usually a sign that there's something, you know, significantly wrong. I mean, different behavior Mm -hmm. would also be wrong, but. But it would just lend credibility if you had independent episodes happening of the same variety and right. people telling because we've seen this before, right? With like Louis C.K. et cetera, yeah, um, exhibiting similar. Bill I mean, Cosby, all of them, Bill Cosby, like literally go down they have the a list. Harvey Weinstein, yep. Um, but we can't say that because we don't know. But it is th- this is a smoke where there's smoke, there must be well. Wouldn't surprise us if there were fire in this case, because typically where there's smoke, there's fire. You've got multiple cases. Um, You know, this has happened before. And this is why I feel like, I mean, 
we're like throwing all kinds of uh, hyperbole or what's that? What are those things called? Where there's smoke, there's fire. I was just going to say he can run, but he can't hide because idiom. That's, that's not an idiom. Is it an idiom? It doesn't matter. We're not Saying. English professors. Yes. <laughs> He's this is going to come back to haunt him in some way, meaning these days when somebody has sort of repeated stories like this in their history, at some point it comes all the way out. And my my concern is that we will just have such a short memory that he's going to just move on to the next thing before anything really gets resolved about this. But he has been held accountable. But I will say in this case, you know, those other two cases, A, one, nothing was... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, ruled specifically uh, accountable to him in that investigation mm-hmm. and, and the matter was settled outside of court, which d- allows deniable plausibility. Yeah. And then that other one, there was also a lawsuit settled out of court so that that is different than like an investigation found there was an issue that might be the critical thing to keep this from happening true 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 all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show dumb people doing dumb things crazy stupid idiots after this on my talk 1071 where talk is fun oh we have fun my talk 1071 hey guys just in it to be nice like I have to steal lawnmower. No, you know what I think? I feel like he was trying to see if it worked. Because mm. you know, the worst thing to do would be steal a lawnmower, and it yeah, turns out it's a piece do a of quick junk. Patch. You're not going to do the people's whole yard. And also, wouldn't you think their neighbors would look out a window yeah, and be like, "Who's mowing the? Why are? Why is Beverly's lawn getting mowed by a strange yeah. old man?" I guess they could have thought maybe Beverly had hired him, but... How did the cops find out in order to chase him? Well, um, they were also psychic, just like you. Oh, okay, good. And thought, I think that somebody stole a lawnmower. Weird. But they found security footage from the... Uh, oh, okay. From the homeowners. So they know who they're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, for our next story, Bradley, we are going to... Florida. Florida! Yay! We're going to Ponte Vedra High School. Okay. Where, I don't know if you realize, I mean, it's May 9th. We are inching ever closer to uh, a little holiday called Summer Break. Oh, okay. I was going to say Memorial Day, but to your point, I think that's also Summer Break. Yeah, it is. And the, if you're not in Minneapolis yeah, Public School, story. sorry, don't not get me really. started. Anyway. Get teachers what they're worth. It's true. Thank you. Um, no, but uh, so but this so the seniors they're getting ready to graduate, so they are playing pranks. And the prank that the seniors played at the Ponte Vedra High School is nothing that should be celebrated. Okay. On Thursday morning, as students and faculty arrived at school, they were met with a dead shark hanging from the ceiling. Oh, no. Of the auditorium. Oh, wait. I meant to do this. Yeah, Why would you hang a buzz. dead shark? Yeah. Isn't that awful? Ew. I can't even. Apparently, the shark was, quote, harvested 
the night prior to the senior prank, and then it was frozen before it was tied to the school's I don't, ceiling. Can you explain to me the prank portion of what's going on right I, now? Okay. You know what it reminds me of? What? Do you remember a prank that occurred in a bed that is being discussed about on the herd death trial? Yeah. That wasn't funny. Yeah. Similarly, the dead frozen shark hanging from the ceiling of the Ponte Vedra High School. Not funny. Yeah, no. Not That's funny. nasty. Isn't that terrible? Why would you do that? I feel like at some point parents should have been involved in that and gone, I don't think this is going to go the way you think it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, here's the problem with that. Florida. Thank you. Gosh. Thank Darn you. it. It's almost like we've never been here I know, before. I know. Anywho, uh, the school and the state fish and wildlife conservation commission officers are going to have a stern talking to those children. Well, they're investigating to figure out who exactly. I mean, listen, the, also, you go through four years of high school to graduate and hopefully make something of your life. Try to do it without getting in trouble. Ours was to simply not show up. And uh, the year that we were all going to do that for senior skip day, because that was like mm-hmm. our way of getting back. At yeah, people. we had senior skip day, too. Um, uh, the day before the week of that we were supposed to do that, our principal came out and said, you will be, um, what's the word? Suspended? Suspended. Yeah, you will be suspended and not allowed to walk on graduation if you do that. So, nice try, kiddos. You know, they're always one step ahead of you. Yeah, it's like they've never, I always think it's hilarious when you're a kid and you think you're going to get away with something and then your parents or your teachers find out and you're like, how did they know? And it's like, because they were kids once too. Because we've been there. And especially teachers like every year this happens. They do it every year. Yeah, it's new for you. Not new for that. This is why I feel like the senior skip day is a far lower stakes situation because you're not leaving your, it's a known quantity. And I feel like probably, and I don't know if you've considered this, but Bradley, probably what they were doing is like telling you there would be serious consequences with no intention of, I should not be saying this out loud, of giving you consequences so that you could have that big moment and feel like you were doing something. Oh, no, they totally. arrested five students. They did not. No, they didn't. <laughs> I don't know if anybody actually did that. I'm a rule follower, so I don't, I'm like you were like I will, I will not, be there. I with shan't my be doing sharpened. that. Yes, taking copious notes. Yes, no, I didn't like to take notes. I was bad at that. <laughs> okay, where are we going next? Florida, Florida. Okay, today we're going to Florida, and I want to tell you a story that, in as they put it on the smoking gun, which is where this particular story was told to us in their illustrious 25 year history. They've never previously seen anyone arrested for this. This is unique. A 28-year-old Florida man was arrested yesterday for allegedly battering his (gasps) ex-boyfriend during a pre-dawn confrontation. Now, again, domestic violence is not new. It's not unique, Mm -hmm. sadly. And uh, thankfully, it is tragic enough that it's not crazy, stupid, idiot-worthy. But it's the reason that led to the fight, which is what we often cover on this show, Mm -hmm. that earned this story crazy, stupid, idiot status. So I want to tell you that Kyle Elias Perez, who shares a St. Petersburg home with the 37-year-old victim, woke up his ex at 515 and confronted him for something. It's the thing that he confronted the victim for before getting in a fight that turned physical 
that earns this story crazy, stupid, idiot status. Well, good memory, because earlier in the show, like moments ago, I said that it was going to be involved with something like that. No, that was my psychic ability. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I forgot your psychic. Way to go. Thanks, thanks. Teresa Caputo ain't got nothing on you. It's kind of related to, so like that noise indicates there was a wiener involved. Mm -hmm. Well, this is wiener related. I don't even want to make you guess because it's just, you're never in a hundred million years going to guess. This guy wakes up his victim, a 37 year old victim. Who's also his significant other. Yeah. His significant other. Mm -hmm. For not having any compassion for the perpetrator's desire I don't even know how to say these words on the air. How about uh, wieners with turtlenecks? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We can do. We can say that. I think. I mean, I Un- think you just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So apparently, Mr. Perez, who is apparently intact, no. Oh, is not. Yeah. He. Oh, I'm sorry. the The compassion was for people to have uncircumcised because he is circumcised. Okay. I, I'm like, I'm euphemizing. And then I just said the words. <laughs> he feels like that, he, that he was a victim of that maneuver, ah. that, that thing. Okay. That at the age of 37 at 5 AM in the morning, he had to wake up his boyfriend to- and say, you don't appreciate why I think this issue is so important. Okay. That's urgent. Having no compassion for the gentles in this particular status of his gentles. Exactly. And uh, that's when he began uh, apparently scratching his victim and pulling his hair. No. Yeah. No. Officers arrived on the scene. He fled on foot and hid behind a vehicle after being apprehended. Uh, he apparently stated that the victim's account of the incident was correct and that he and his ex-boyfriend had been arguing over turtlenecked wieners. That is the Ooh. that is the most random that reason for very strange. A, a domestic dispute that I have ever heard. Yeah, of that in my is life. definitely very strange. Also, I just have a lot of questions about what leads to that passion at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like, you know what? Yeah. But something tells me and having been in a relationship in my life, and I know you have too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the thing. It's true. Well, it's in this true. Case, it was the it thing. was the thing. A thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes it's not that thing. Yeah. That's just the snapping point. Yeah. That's just gonna be the vehicle for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> so to speak. Oh, so awkward. So well, wait, what happened? Did he get arrested? Uh, he apparently pleaded no contest. And, um, or excuse me, that was a previous charge. Uh, I don't know what happened to him other than the fact that he was arrested. Uh, but in a, in a 2018 case, he had pleaded no contest to DUI and was arrested and required to perform some community ooh, service. Ooh. All right. When we return, that is one I've never that's heard before. Nasty. That is nasty. When we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show, something that's not nasty, the throwback live. And uh, Grant's going to administer the game after this. Ooh. Yes, on My Talk 1071.